So the cause of all chronic disease boils down to two things. Very simple. You can, you can literally hang every single disease process on this. Toxicity and deficiency. Today's four-part series will conclude with something very exciting for the listeners of the Real Health Podcast. Monday, June 6th at 6.30 at Armor Health in Knoxville, Tennessee, there's going to be a workshop, Reverse the Trend of Chronic Disease. It's going to be an hour long, and it's going to be jam-packed of helpful information on how to reverse the trend of chronic disease. Bring your friends. Bring your family. This is a free workshop that we believe could completely change your life. Let's get to today's episode on part one of chronic disease. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Okay. Where the episode's going now, so we're good with this one. Let's start it this way. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast. This is your host, Lane, Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Dr. B, what's up, man? Hey, man. We've uh, reached episode 15. We're 6,500 listens, downloads, multiple follower. It, this is cool. One episode is uh, right at about 1,000, the water fasting. Which I never imagined. 1,000 downloads. What? And uh, I did a conference this weekend. Okay. Spoke at a conference, um, and I had two sessions. The first session was on water fasting, okay. and then the second session was on burnout. Okay. And, uh and water fasting was not well attended. <laughs> well, when yeah. you said let's they do. didn't, they didn't want to. The church didn't want to fast. <laughs> church <laughs> wants their their sugar. Well, we uh, which, when, which which is a complete separate thought that I have a lot of thoughts towards. Okay. But I'm okay. Let's move on to other stuff. No, the water. Like I said, the water. If you haven't listened to the water fasting, it was a series I, that must have gotten picked up somewhere. With a, with a group of people or yeah, organization, because I actually looked and there was people all over. I think I forgot where that was listening to, because you can see where, like, what city or state or something, and it's nowhere near here. So, regardless, I hope it's serving whoever out there is listening to it. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about chronic disease today. But before we get into that in today's episode, we got a couple of things to do. I want to uh, comment on a workshop. Yes, that is that we're doing here, sponsored by the Real Health Podcast, Armor Health, and the Health Factory, all encompassing here. We are doing the uh, reversing the trend of chronic disease. That's why we're doing this podcast today. We're going to start this series. We're going to do four episodes, but there's a workshop on Monday, June sixth at six thirty p.m. This is going to be a good one too. Yeah, and it's at Armor Health, and again, it's a it's a workshop. Will be done. In an hour, and it's going to be all about chronic disease prevention, which is uh, preventable diseases that we all deal with. Well, most Americans do, um, and so we're gonna we're gonna highlight over these next four episodes of the Real Health Podcast little snippets to what we're gonna cover in that inevitably in that workshop. So, like cancer, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, overweight, um, the truth about cholesterol. You know, those kind of conversations. How to prevent um, cancer. 
how to lower cholesterol naturally? What's the true cause of it? Do you need a statin? Like those types of questions are going to be addressed at that workshop. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, June 6th, 630 at Armor Health. Yeah, make sure you mark your calendars. It's, I, I'm excited about doing it on a Monday. Mm-hmm. That's going to be uh, – that's going to be a good night to do and that. I can have the team put a link or give you a link to put at the Real Health Podcast notes yep. to sign up. Oh, so we're going to sign up. For online. That. Yep. Okay. Yep. An online sign up so we know who's coming. That's awesome. Yep. Look forward to that one, June 6th. And we'll continue to talk about that on the podcast. But that's what a lot of the episodes are going to be about today. Today's episode, we're going to start doing this as well because a lot of people ask, a lot of people will ask Dr. Barrett what type of tests that he does, what type of maybe supplementation that he has in the office. So today's episode is going to be brought to you by an MRT draw kit. I'm looking at it right here. I'm holding it right here. Um, this test is it says it's a meteor, meteor release test. Talk about this t- test real quick that you have in the office that you offer to patients and people and why someone would want to use this MRT test, this draw kit. Yeah, it's um, so first sponsorship of the uh, uh, 15 episodes <laughs> in. We got a sponsor. There you go. So uh, Oxford Biomedical um, Lab has a, a test called MRT, a mediator response test. And really all this, all this does is test food reactions, but it's much different. They have a patented system that looks at food in a, in a different way. So most people test food allergies that are within organs. Okay, so they're looking at a specific immunoglobulin, um, which, which in essence is a reaction to uh, food within an organ of the body. Okay, and, uh, and so the MRT is a test that looks at the blood. So you're specifically looking at blood reactions to food. And this blood reaction is forming inflammation with, that goes virtually to the entire body. So in essence, you could have food allergies, um, maybe have two or three, but then have maybe 10 or 15 reactions that show positive on MRT um, due due to many factors. We don't have to get into that now. So one of the biggest game changers I I would say I have in clinic is is performing an MRT and uh, doing a food elimination based on that and then a reintroduction of those foods after a couple months to build tolerance to those foods again. I mean, we're talking about light day, night day difference, um, significant reduction in inflammation, better sleep, better energy, brain fog's gone, guts healed, low blood pressure. I mean, it's it's just through and through autoimmunity reversing, um, virtual you know chronic diseases. It's it's a hallmark test for me in the office. So if someone is listening to that right now, what you just explained or what you just went through. Um, if, hear me right here when you say you don't have to be an actual patient of Dr. Barrett's. You can call in, and if you mention the Real Health Podcast, the fine folks here will give you an extra 10% off. They will be able to – we can send this test to them. They can get their blood drawn, and they can get the results. Is that right? That's that's correct. Yep, yep. We'll actually send them their whole program um, with uh, via email or through the mail. Yep. Amazing. So that first – Sponsorship, the MRT, and what what lab is this again? Uh, that's Oxford, Oxford Biomedical. Lab. Biomedical, awesome. Yep. Let's actually. <laughs> um, I've had more people, Doctor Barrett, mention the last episode and the the tangent that we kind of went down on. If you remember the uh, oh yeah in the I ocean, mm-hmm. had people said something to you about that? Uh, a lot of people tell me they have sex in the ocean. So weird. Did, did Becky say anything? You to were you? at the beach. Did you have sex in the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I did not. No, I haven't. Did you but... pee in the ocean? Yeah, I did that. Yes. Uh huh. Which everyone does that. So. All right. You're yeah. one step further to having sex in the ocean and pooping in the ocean. There you go. Random question of the day. Um, do what do you think about the Sasquatch sighting in the Smoky Mountains? Some people have wanted to know, and especially on the podcast, what do you think about it? <laughs> I, I have no response. I'm sorry. I uh, actually have never heard of this. Okay. Um, but that's not surprising because I, I literally don't do anything with okay. news and social media, so I have no idea what's going on in the world. Okay. Uh, very, very blinded <laughs> with what's going on in current events. So I must have missed this on Fox News or CNN. <laughs> you didn't miss it, but that's some people had said, hey, we really need to ask Dr. Barrett about the Sasquatch sighting in the Smoky Mountains. So you heard it here. He has no clue about it, and honestly, I don't really don't either. So there you go. <laughs> We're jumping into chronic disease. Again, the workshop's coming up on 6-6. But today is really going to lay the groundwork of how Dr. Barrett looks at chronic disease from, um, he's going to go into it in a minute, but when it comes to this concept, stats, do we want to talk about that first? Where, where do you want to lay the groundwork with chronic disease? Um, yeah, we could start with stats, how they've ever increased, um, you know, Year over year, we're getting sicker and sicker. Um, our stats are, are staggering. If you really look at them, going from you know 1990s, 50% of people would die of some chronic disease. You know, and nowadays it's it's close to 80, eight out of 10 um, will die of a chronic disease. And in essence, um, you look at it's it's happening because children are modeling adults, and so children are fatter than ever and they're and they are um obese at a younger age they are uh they have diabetes at a younger age um they're on adhd and anxiety medication antidepressants and uh we're talking just a few years old in in this walk of life it's really heart-wrenching to look at uh, where our culture is going with all this um but it's it's in essence, you know, our food industry, our drug industry, you know, it's a food and drug administration. <laughs> it's not not a great combination there. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we're getting sicker and sicker, it, and stats are showing it year over year. And you can see it too. Um, it's interesting you said because we were at the beach this past week, and their place that we stayed at, there was a picture. Uh, up on the wall, and it was back in probably the 80s or 70s, and a, a good majority of the people were lean and not obese. And then now today, it's just it's a, it's pretty alarming how society has changed just in the obesity mark. <clears throat> and you hear about chronic disease a lot in the news, I guess. Yeah, say. yeah. I mean, we we don't necessarily call it that. Uh, we call it heart disease. We call it cancer. Um, and then we try to flip the script and say it's genetic, like oh my, it's it's well because my mom has or my dad has X, my dad had a heart attack, so I guess that's why I have high blood pressure. Like, dude, no, your dad ate like junk, smoked cigarettes and didn't move, and you eat like junk, smoke cigarettes and don't move, so you're gonna get what your dad got, you know. And uh, is there any correlation? 
Well, we have something called um, genetic predisposition. Okay. You're predisposed to disease processes within a family lineage. Um, but in essence, going above that is the term epigenetics, which is your environmental influence on your genes. Um, so right now, like you have a, you have a, um, a disease for diabetes, like you do, I do, right? So we have these, these genes that if they get turned on, they can, uh, they can cause type 2 diabetes, they can cause um, whatever, cancer. But if you keep a clean environment, then those genes are never turned on. And, uh, and the expression of disease genes is purely contingent upon the environment that they're being exposed to. So your genes are actually um, inferior to your environmental influences. And so that's where now we flip the script and we say, hey, listen, you have control over your outcomes. You have control over whether or not you're going to die of a preventable disease. Um, and so that's, that's where it's, uh, there's hope again, rather than, oh, it's just going to happen. And I think that's something that you hear a lot. If a family member has had something, then it's just automatically, well, someone had that. I mean, you hear, I hear it all the time. Well, my dad had it, so I'm probably going to get it. And that's such, a, that's such an interesting concept that it's all about your environment, which makes sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, the concept. What is it? Uh, what the simplicity? Go into like how are you defining a chronic disease? Like what is like what what is it to you when someone comes to you and says, "This is what's happening." I guess. Yeah, chronic disease is a preventable disease. The, so at the core of it, that's uh, it's a preventable disease that someone has in their body for a extended period of time. You know, acute is a term used in the situation of you twisted your ankle, you have an acute injury, right? But um, if you were to have high blood pressure for a year, now we, we have a chronic disease, okay? So, um, but the whole concept with chronic disease, which means a length of time, chronic, chronicity, uh, a period of time, an extended period of time having the same group of symptoms is uh, then we would label that as a disease well again at the core of it the term that's that needs to be used is it's a preventable disease so it's a preventable disease that is existing in the body for too long and that's my definition that's not you you're not going to google that that's what my um, concept of it is so the again going back to the hope is it's a preventable disease process. If with a preventable disease, and I'm just just curious out of this because in the the world that we're living in today with modern medicine, the the whole concept of going and getting medicine for that chronic disease, it's just it's what is it doing? I mean, it's just it's not doing. What is it doing, medicine? Medicine to, to a chronic disease. Well, let's be honest. Medicine, the, the greatest medication on the market is one that keeps you alive but doesn't kill you, and you have to stay on for the rest of your life. From a pharmaceutical industry, they're going to make a lot of money, like a ton of money. A medication you have to take for a disease for the rest of your life, and it doesn't kill you. So 
perfect example of that is a statin drug. A statin drug is a the biggest money maker, but 90% of Americans don't need to be on statins, period. But there's a lot. Oh my goodness. So unnecessarily diagnosed um, and, 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 and distributed. It's, and so the whole point of, I don't know, okay, here's my thought, is if we can put you in a box and put the label on you, then we can prescribe you. So that's at the essence, the core of it. We need an ICD, you know, diagnosis. And once we get that diagnosis, then we have a, uh, okay, heart disease. We're going to give you statin, blood thinner, and hypertension medication. You're going to get all three. You have to stay on for the rest of your life. That's three drugs you have to stay on for the rest of your life. And it's going to, it's going to create a, a numerous side effects, make you feel awful, no energy. It's going to zap your testosterone levels. So then you'll be on testosterone. So there's four. And it just the list goes on and on. And sooner or later, you're 10 years into this feeling like garbage. Um, but it doesn't kill you, you know, too too early. So you're on it for 40 years, and you're making. Yeah, I mean, your pharmaceutical industry's banking. So, um, yeah, that's the unfortunate reality of our society today. Is we're just trying to label with the disease process so we can get you on a pill, potion, lotion, shot, or surgery. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of people on a lot of medications. Oh my goodness, yes. I mean, you know, in in, in my and I'll just say this, like my heart is for if someone's listening to this is to give them hope to say, hey, that's preventable. Like we could take the step back and say, hey, let's change things. Let's look at what's happening instead of because being on that medication, I, and I've said this multiple times, I don't think some individuals truly know what it's like to feel good. And that, that hurts my heart because it does feel, it feels really good to feel good. Yeah, that's right. And when you have those chronic disease and you're on those medications, like if you're being told that you have to have those, well, to live, well, then you're going to take them. That's right. And and uh, so it feels good to feel good. And then you're tired of feeling tired. Yeah. You know, and those are the two ends of the spectrum. And so the tired who who's tired of feeling tired um, – who's sick of feeling sick is trying to get to the one that's, Hey, I, I, I love feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't know how to get there. So welcome to today's episode, right? How are we going to get there? Yeah, for sure. How do you break it down? You, you were talking earlier, you break it down into two categories. Categories. Yes. Talk about that. Do you want to go there right now? Yeah, or? let's do it. Okay. And this will frame everything else out for the next few episodes, Okay. but it is the conversation of people are like, Hey, what's the cause? What's the cause, right? So the cause of all chronic disease boils down to two things. Very simple. You can, you can literally hang every single disease process on this. Toxicity and deficiency. So the simplicity of chronic disease and the root cause of all chronic disease is toxicity and deficiency. You either have toxicity too much of something you shouldn't have and a deficiency you have too little of something you should have. That's it. In my in my book, close it. One chapter, done. Toxicity, deficiency. And we can get into specifics of what toxicities look like and what deficiencies look like, right? And extrapolate that out a little bit for today's episode. But in essence, that's at the core of you know um, all things 
that point to chronic disease, toxicity, and deficiency. It's not complicated. When Can you look at that? And so you take a look at that from every chronic disease state. You can look at it from the toxicity and the deficiency, correct? Absolutely. Do you find that there are trends in certain chronic diseases when it comes to Let's say, okay, that chronic disease is usually because of toxicity. That chronic disease is usually because of a deficiency. Are there trends that you can that you see? Um, 100%. Okay, there are. Yeah, absolutely. Like, typically, toxicity outweighs deficiency. Okay. So I'm always looking at toxicity first, but we need to support deficiencies at the same time. So toxicity usually drives the disease process because it creates deficiencies. But there's a couple deficiencies that should be met every single day with daily healthy disciplines. For instance, okay, deficiency. You could be deficient in water. Drink more water. You could be deficient in sleep. Sleep more. You could be deficient in quality food intake and nutrients. Okay, eat better, eat cleaner. You could be deficient in uh, cardiovascular training, strength training, mobility. Those are all deficiencies, right? So those are just stacking ha- habits, healthy habits. So we need to drink more water, sleep better, okay? We need uh, to move our bodies more. We need to eat cleaner. Um, we need to uh, have a properly functioning nervous Our nervous system can be deficient. So those are deficiencies, Right, so let's just move those out for us for a second. Let's just throw those out and say, okay, we're not we're not talking about those deficiencies because those are daily health habits. Now let's talk about uh, other deficiencies like vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin K, like all the vitamin micronutrient deficiencies, antioxidants like glutathione. Um, so now we're talking about the deep cellular deficiencies. Well, what we see is toxicity drives those. For instance. A couple decades ago, a lot of dentists used amalgam fillings for the last few decades. Amalgam fillings are those silver fillings in the mouth. 50% of that, that filling is mercury, the second most toxic substance on planet Earth that was used in those amalgams. Okay, Now, that mercury, for every molecule, single HG molecule of mercury, it, it, it cleaves two molecules of glutathione. That's a one to two ratio. It's a one to two ratio. So what does that favor? It favors mercury, right? And it doesn't favor glutathione. So what do we know? We know mercury depletes glutathione. So toxicity of mercury causes a deficiency of glutathione. Lead, lead paint, lead pipes. Again, back a few generations ago, were used often. Lead pulls calcium out of your bone causes osteoporosis. It also leads to other antioxidant deficiencies. So we can look at um, bacteria, toxicity of bacteria in a root canal, toxicity of bacteria in the gut. And what does it do? Well, it actually hurts and harms your liver. You have to use a bunch of antioxidants to clean up the biotoxins that are released from bacteria. So to me, I'll always investigate toxicity and kind of go through his checklist and see if I can check off any boxes because that'll point me to, okay, we have a bunch of infection. So we have too much of something we shouldn't have. Well, those infections, okay, then that causes a lot of times autoimmunity, 
all right? And so we do, we do see trends. We absolutely see trends. Um, heavy metal exposure, a lot of micronutrient deficiencies, chronic fatigue, uh, the nervous system's going to be damaged. Um, so a lot of Alzheimer's and dementia and ADD, ADHD, and autistic spectrum disorders. So I'll always look at toxicity to answer your question first because there are specific trends with it. You said something I don't think we can gloss over with the um, the dental and some of the lead. That's a that a lot of people don't talk about that unless you are plugged in and you do some research with that because that is um, there's several documentaries out there. Some I know there's a, there's things that you can say against either thing, but that is that's real and a lot of that generation has some of those feelings in there well think about this okay we don't have standardized medical uh insurance national insurance right so uh what what would happen if the uh, dental administration which is pretty much ama right if they were to say hey amalgams are dangerous for your health what would have to happen all private insurances would have to cover the removal of amalgam fillings. That's not going to happen. That would bankrupt our insurance system. It's not. It's never going to happen. But hey, question for you, twenty-year-old: Do you have any amalgams in your mouth? No. Where did they go? Did you hear anything about them like s- slowly fading away? No. So what happened was they've slowly stopped using them. It's almost like hey, let's just talk about this at conferences. Composites are better. Right, but the real reason was they're causing disease. It, yeah. They use the second most toxic substance on planet Earth because it was very malleable, so it would form around the whole tooth. Uh, it would last for years. I mean, you could literally have an amalgam in your mouth for fifty years, and it wouldn't crack, it wouldn't break, um, but it would slowly leach mercury into your brain, into your thyroid, into your liver and kidneys. If you go to um, so the International Academy of Oral Medical Toxicology. I know it's a long name, but I, okay, International Academy A of Oral Medical, O-M, Toxicology, T-I-A-M-O-T, okay? If you go to YouTube and type in smoking tooth, smoking tooth, the International Academy of Oral Medical Toxicology takes extracted teeth that have been out of a cadaver for who knows how long, Okay, so they're just holding the tooth in front of a fluorescent screen, and all they do is they just rub it, and you see a mercury vapor, like a cloud. Okay, and then they heat it with uh, like coffee temperature. Uh So let's just say you wake up in the morning, you've got five amalgams, right? And then you drink a sip of coffee. Boom! Literally, there's a blast of mercury to your brain. Oh, right there. Gosh. Yeah, and so you see it, Um, or when you're just chewing. Okay. And then a lot of times, I mean, now we're going down a rabbit hole, but it's important because yeah. if if you are dealing with chronic disease, you got to get these fillings out. You you got to go to a biological dentist and get them out. But if you go to your dentist who's trained in a, in, in in the American Dental Association way, medical way, they're gonna say, hey, it's safe for you because they can't tell you it's not safe for you. Correct. So that's the issue that we're under, and it's the same thing with vaccines. So if we looked at vaccines. The issue was, okay, mercury, it's all it's it's in these vaccines, it's causing damage. Yes, it's causing damage. It can't not cause damage. If you look at um, the effects of mercury on a neuron, it degrades it. It, it eats it, literally eats it up. Yep. And aluminum, same thing, okay? And so 
when you look at it, we, there's been a lot of debate on it, but slowly, slowly, again, they've taken Mercury out very slowly, and now there's there's more Mercury-free vaccines. Yeah. But they never called it a health hazard. <laughs> they can't. Yeah. They can't do it. So that's the situation we're under um, with, with heavy metals, and mercury in particular. Yeah, and if someone is listening to this episode and they have the fillings per se, then it would be worth your time to go investigate that and get that maybe possibly out. Yeah, you need to go to a biological uh, dentist. Yep. And it's easy. You call them on the phone, and you want to vet them, call them on the phone. Do you do mercury amalgam filling removal? I just ask them that question, see what, see what their office staff says. If they say, if they're like excited, and, oh, absolutely, this is, you know, then you're in the right place, okay? Um, but if they feel like dumbfounded, confused, you're probably not going to the right spot. And again, don't ask your, your medical dentist that's putting in uh, just kind of regular fillings. So uh, also, uh, you're going to be oxygenated, okay? So you need an oxygen mask, and you need a rubber dam that blocks mercury absorption, and then you go through a pre- and post-detoxification support. Again, these are things we can help you with, but um, look for a biological dentist. Amazing. Toxicity and deficiency. Before we get into, uh, you know, the other episodes, we're going to get into some cancer, heart, cholesterol, diabetes, and overweight. Mm. With today's episode, is there anything else you want to cover laying the groundwork of chronic disease, what it is, uh, when does it happen? And then the toxicity and deficiency. Anything else you want to lay the groundwork with? Yeah, um, so not necessarily. I think it's I think it's just starting the conversation because we didn't want this to be an hour episode. Correct. So we want these one-offs, right? Okay, this is what chronic disease is, preventable disease, one. Two, preventable disease means you have control over it. It's not based on genetics. Three, make sure you're stacking your health habits. That the deficiency piece of eat well, Hydrate, sleep, move your body, get adjusted. It's are, I, are foundational. It's so I, I it just it blows my mind how foundational some stuff is with just your overall health. I mean, more water. I mean, I feel like if if some mm-hmm. people just drank a gallon of water a day, their life would be different. Oh, it's significantly. So, different. so, but yet they'll spend a thousand dollars on supplements. Yeah. So, so that it doesn't make sense. You got to have these five stacked. And then now we can start covering into a disease process. So, you know, next week we're going to talk about cancer, how to prevent cancer, how to prevent cancer. Again, how to prevent cancer. Mm -hmm. I'd say that again and again because, again, we just assume it's going to happen to us because it's happened to our family or it's happening to everyone around us. But you can prevent cancer by having a healthy functioning cell that uses energy efficiently. So we're going to talk about the root cause of cancer. Then we'll talk about the next episode, the truth about cholesterol and heart disease. Why high cholesterol is not the issue. Why you don't need to be on a statin drug and how to reverse heart disease. Simple. And then that last episode, we're going to talk about obesity, overweight, and diabetes. Okay, specifically type 2 diabetes. Why uh, kids are getting fat why adults can't lose weight, and why blood sugar regulation is the most important factor in longevity. So it's not just like, hey, I'm not fat on this episode. No, we're going to talk about blood sugar regulation, how to use a a continuous blood glucose monitor, how to uh, do um, fasting, and, and really 
help reset insulin sensitivity to reverse chronic disease. Because at the core of it, Lane, you know, people who have chronic disease, what are they eating a lot of? Sugar. Period. That's exactly right. They're eating a lot of sugar. Um, so, so we need to talk about insulin yeah. and sugar. Four-part series. The first part was today. Then we're going to go into the cancer, cholesterol, and diabetes. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, and it's it all leading up to that June 6th work workshop. So we'll probably only have two episodes, maybe three episodes out before that workshop. Correct. But that workshop, we will definitely go into more detail. Yes. And uh, and then you can invite. Really, it does, you have That's to be a patient. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yes, we want to invite and bring your friends, bring your family. That, I think that's the important part is yeah. going to be able to, to that you can invite. Yeah, they may not listen to a podcast, but they'll come to a workshop and listen. It could literally save their life. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. It'll, it can literally save their life. And it's free. We're not, we're, not, we're not making money off this thing. We're here to serve the community. And you can see the new setup here at Armor Health over off Lovell Road in Knoxville. This place is absolutely beautiful. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in today with the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is episode 15 on chronic disease. Remember, if you want to check out our first sponsorship of the show and you want to get your MRT test, call in to the office and or if you're in the office. And if you mention the Real Health Podcast, the fine ladies here will give you 10% off of this test and you can get it and you can uh, check out the, the blood and the, and the allergies that are in your body and they'll, Dr. Barry will help you read this as well. We will see you next episode. Mark Calendars, June 6th, Monday at 6.30. See you next time. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.